Welcome to the Truth Hurts Program. I'm Steve Z. Let's get right to it. Hi, and welcome back to the Truth Hurts Program. It is Wednesday, April the 14th, 2021. I'm Steve Z. I just read something written by Zachary Faria in the Washington Examiner, and it's entitled, Democrats Mean It When They Say They Want to Defund or Abolish the Police. The article starts out, With policing back in the spotlight after the shooting in Brooklyn Center, Minnesota, the socialist wing of the Democratic Party is reminding us once again, when they say they want to defund or abolish the police, they mean it. U.S. Representative Rashida Tlaib of Michigan is the latest to confirm that fact. She said in a tweet, quote, Policing in our country is inherently and intentionally racist. No more policing, incarceration, and militarization. It can't be reformed, unquote. Tlaib's comments make it clear what anti-policing advocates actually want, in case it wasn't quite obvious, when New York Representative Alexandria Horseface Cortez said, quote, defunding the police means defunding the police, unquote. Or when the New York Slimes published an opinion editorial by activist Miriam Kaba entitled, Yes, We Mean Literally Abolish the Police. Or even when the Minneapolis City Council voted to abolish the police after pressure from activists. You can add disarm the police to the slogans as well. As Brooklyn Center Mayor Mike Elliott said, officers don't need to be armed during traffic stops. What a f***ing moron! Brooklyn Center City Council has voted to hand command authority over to the city's police department to Mayor Elliott. This clownish excuse of a mayor, a Blafrican American, decided he was going to make a statement. And in his very inarticulate, uh, um, uh, 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 stumbling for words, he actually had the audacity to say... Uh, I, I don't believe that officers need to necessarily uh, have weapons, uh, you know, uh, every time they, they're, they're making a, a traffic stop uh, or, or engaged in uh, situations that don't necessarily call for, uh, for weapons. We know that there are other, many other jurisdictions or even around the world where uh, that is not, you know, necessarily the case. It's not needed. What this idiot fails to take into consideration is that in many other countries, you don't have roving bands of thug minorities running around with illegally obtained guns using them in crimes. You don't have officers being shot by people carrying guns when they're pulling people over for traffic violations. What does this moronic idiot actually think? I mean, he can't possibly have risen to the position of mayor and be this ignorant, stupid, and just completely blind and oblivious to reality. I want you to think about this for a moment. This is how the mayor would like things to go. Car 12 to dispatch. Calling in, requesting permission to do a traffic stop on a 2000 Grand Marquis, green, black, and red in color, elevated on 40-inch wheels, dark-tinted windows, pervasive odor of narcotics and smoke coming from the windows, license plate, T-H-U-G-M-A-N. Request permission to do a traffic stop. Uh, car 12, this is dispatch. Why would you want to pull over that car? 
Uh, dispatch car 12. Um, he rolled through two red signals, burned rubber right in front of me, and made an illegal right turn without using a signal. Has two tail lights out and one brake light out. Car 12, do you really think a traffic stop is necessary? Uh, Roger, he's violating the law. But that doesn't matter. Okay, we'll give you permission to do the traffic stop. Good afternoon, sir. I'm Officer Dimwitty with the Minneapoo Sheriff's Office. The reason I stopped you today is you ran two red lights and made a right-hand turn on red without coming to a stop. You didn't use your turn signal, and you have several lights out on your vehicle as well as an expired license tag. May I please obtain your license, registration, and insurance card? Screw you, bitch. I ain't gonna give you nothing. What you gonna do, huh? What you gonna do? Y'all ain't got no gun. Y'all ain't got no weapon. What you gonna do? Step out of the car, sir. Don't you reach for that. The way things are going in that town, if I were a police officer and I were told you can no longer have something to protect yourself against a potential gun-wielding thug and you still have to do your job and you still have your quotas to meet to bring in money to the city, I would hand in the badge, the gun, the keys to the car and tell that city to kiss my lily-white ass. I'm telling you, folks, this is what the left is pushing for. They warn out of the left side of their mouth that policing is bad, yet people like Nancy Pelosi have a complete armed security detail around them 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. They don't want you to be protected. They don't want me to be protected. They only want their elitist selves to be protected. They want to strip you and I of our guns used to defend ourselves, even though we have obtained our weapons legally, lawfully, and within the bounds of the U.S. Constitution's Second Amendment. We have abided by the rules of engagement in purchasing our weapons, in registering our weapons, and in properly storing and using our weapons. Thug, criminal, animals? A whole different story. They steal the guns. They have no formal training on how to use them. That's why they hold them sideways. And then the wonderful people on the left want to vilify a homeowner who defends himself from armed thugs by shooting a perpetrator in their home. The double standard, folks. If you are still too blind to see this reality, I highly recommend getting your eyes checked. Certainly, get your politics checked. Steve Z and the Truth Hurts Program. And as a lesson to every law enforcement professional out there, you might want to just stop doing the job you're being paid to do. You might want to just stop pulling over people of color. Because the white Minnesota female police officer who fatally shot Dante Wright will now allegedly be charged with second-degree manslaughter, according to a prosecutor. There have been three nights of protests over the killing, but in Brooklyn Center, Minnesota, the planned charge against the officer, Kimberly Potter, comes a day after she and the police chief both resigned from that police department. 
Hundreds of people have illegally clashed with police in the city of Brooklyn Center each night since this criminal Dante Wright was shot. Residents across the area are preparing for a verdict next week in the trial of former officer Derek Chauvin, who was charged, unrightfully so, with murdering the criminal thug drug addict George Floyd. Pete Orput is the top prosecutor in Washington County, and he sent an email to the New York Slimes on Wednesday that a complaint would be filed in court on Wednesday today against Miss Potter. Former Officer Potter, age 48, had served on the force for 26 years and was engaged in training other officers when she, along with another officer in training, pulled over Dante Wright's car for an expired registration. That is what the law tells her to do. When officers discovered that Dante Wright had a warrant for his arrest, they did what police are supposed to do. They tried to arrest him, but he evaded police. He twisted away. He resisted arrest, and he got back into his car after being warned not to get back in the car. Officer Potter warned him that she would tase him and she followed department protocols and procedures when she shouted, Taser! 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 She squeezed the trigger on what she thought was a taser, but instead fired a single bullet into Dante Wright's chest. He continued to drive away and died a little while later. Here's the deal, folks. If she were intentionally trying to kill Dante Wright, and she knew she had her hands on her gun, training in firearms, training in department use of firearms, would have told her, you don't just pull that trigger once. You pull it and pull it and pull it until the threat is alleviated. What she did was squeeze the trigger on what she thought was her taser one time, and she held it there thinking she was discharging electrical voltage into his body until she realized the sound that her taser made was not the sound that a taser makes. It was indeed her firearm. And then she said, I shot him. I just shot him. The killing of this criminal, Dante Wright, has brought hundreds of people into the Brooklyn Center Police Department lot each night where they have been violent protesters, setting fires, destroying police property. And each night, they've been met by the Minnesota National Guard and State Patrol troopers who have had to fire tear gas, rubber bullets, and other projectiles at the crowd. Some of the demonstrators, thug rioters, have launched fireworks, thrown rocks and bottles and bricks at the police. That's a crime, people! But are they being arrested? Yes, they actually are. 79 people were arrested Tuesday night, but I guarantee you they were all out by Wednesday morning. Dozens of businesses that had absolutely nothing to do with Dante Wright or Officer Potter or the police department in general were broken into. Looting rampantly occurring, property damage occurring on a nightly basis. The government in Brooklyn Center, as a city of about 30,000 people, is in crisis as well. The city council, in a panic move, gave the mayor more authority in the wake of Dante Wright's death, 
and the city manager, who had previously overseen the police department, was fired for saying, heaven forbid, that Officer Potter would be given due process instead of just being fired. Miss Potter was wise, and she resigned. The Bureau of Criminal Apprehension is the state agency that investigated the criminal thug George Floyd's death in May and is now leading the inquiry into the killing of this criminal, Dante Wright. Yes, folks, the witch hunting has begun. All they need to do now is point their finger at a police officer and scream, Witch! Witch! Or, Racist! Racist! And any cop doing his or her job can be held liable and do jail time if they do their job and do it correctly. In the instance of Officer Potter, she made a mistake. And yes, a young criminal died in the process. But Steve, why are you calling him a young criminal? He had a police record and an active warrant for his arrest. He had a warrant for illegal possession of an unregistered firearm and resisting arrest. So he has a history of potentially shooting at a police officer with an illegally obtained non-registered firearm. And he has a history of fleeing, evading police, resisting arrest, whatever you want to call it. So once he was identified as such and dispatch let the police officers know he has a criminal record for these offenses and he has an active warrant for his arrest, the cops set upon the task of arresting this criminal thug. The criminal thug tried to do what criminal thugs do. He tried to wriggle his way out and escape and fail to follow the directions of police officers who said, don't get back in the car. And he got back in the car. Don't drive away. And he drove away. And somewhere in the process of trying to do their jobs, the police are now evil. I would love for the police to be completely disbanded for one month in one of these liberal crap hole cities, in one of these Democrat-run hell holes. Send all the cops home. Turn in the cars, turn in the guns, turn in the badges. Let's see how America looks after one month with no policing. Let's see how many murders, rapes, robberies, carjackings, assaults, thefts, looting events, arson events, revenge killings occur after one month with no police. Keep effing with the police and they will simply find other employment and then you will be screwed. And that's the truth, my friends. And in the case of what these morons on the left are proposing, that truth will certainly, most definitely, hurt. Steve Z and the Truth Hurts Program. I just found one of the people in the United States of America with the biggest set of balls you can imagine. And when I say her name, no, I'm not talking about a transgender or a transitioning person. I'm talking about Republican Governor Kristi Noem of South Dakota. She issued a statement that she will not 
accept illegal immigrants crossing into the country amid the Biden administration's border crisis. She said, quote, South Dakota won't be taking any illegal immigrants that the Biden administration wants to relocate. My message to illegal immigrants, call me when you're an American. She sent this out in a tweet dated April 14th at 9.06 a.m. at Governor Kristi Noem. The news came after South Carolina Governor Henry McMaster issued an executive order on Monday forbidding the Biden administration from relocating unaccompanied migrant chirins to the state's foster homes and other facilities. He, too, has balls. McMaster tweeted, The heartbreaking humanitarian crisis on our border was created by the Biden administration. Sending unaccompanied migrant children from the border to states like South Carolina only makes the problem worse. And he added, My executive order ensures that South Carolina's most vulnerable children come first and the valuable services and care they receive are not disrupted. The Department of Homeland Security reported that 172,000 people attempted to cross the border illegally from Mexico in the month of March alone. That, my friends, is the highest one-month total in over 15 years. Leaders in states along the border, as well as Republican lawmakers, have repeatedly slammed the gropey Joe Biden administration for its ridiculous immigration policies and its piss-poor treatment of migrants in detention camps, as well as cheering in cages. Wyoming Senator John Barrasso told a news outlet, This is both a humanitarian crisis and a national security crisis. You may have seen the numbers today are the highest in history of unaccompanied minors currently in captivity. They are crammed in like sardines. And this is what the Biden administration is trying to hide from the American public. Good for you, Senator Barrasso. The Gropey Joe administration is also facing lawsuits over its policies. Lawsuits from Texas and Missouri this week alone over ending the Trump-era migrant protection protocols, which kept asylum seekers in Mexico or their countries of origin as they await hearings. The lawsuit says, The effects of unlawful immigration do not stop at the southern border. The complaint said the additional costs of housing, educating, providing health care, and other social services for trafficking victims or illegal aliens have caused irreparable injury in Texas. Good for you, people who have the balls to stand up to the gropey Joe camel toe administration. And here we are now, three weeks since Biden appointed camel toe Harris to be in charge of the border crisis. And she has yet to make a trip to the southern border. And Gropey Joe has yet to make a trip to the southern border. This administration isn't transparent. It's hiding under a rock. Buyer's remorse yet, people? Steve Z and the Truth Hurts Program. Some of my Truth Hurts Program listeners said that I have been getting a little too serious the last few days. 
Maybe it's my irritation from an adverse reaction to the Johnson & Johnson Wuhan China novel coronavirus vaccine that I took last week. Eh, probably not. Maybe I'm just getting a little too serious. So now I want to play some of your president, Gropey Joe Biden's latest gaffes, and I want you to enjoy. So the best way to get something done, if you if it holds near and dear to you that you uh, um, like to be able to, anyway, I'm, we're ready to get a lot done. And if we have to, if there's complete lockdown and chaos as a consequence of the filibuster, then we'll have to go beyond what I'm talking about. Okay, um, hang on. Uh, sorry. Oh, Singman, Miss Kim. Today, I'm proud to nominate David Chipman to serve as a director of the AFT. David knows the AFT well, and I believe he's the right person at this moment for this important agency. You help one person at a time. And so my admiration for you is, is, is equally as deeply held by, uh, by President. Stop moving that, 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 that uh, you know, uh, what was, what's this thing called? You know, teleprompter, Barack always kids, and he says, Joe Biden, I, he said, I'm learning to speak without a teleprompter. Joe's learning to speak with one. Well, folks, I eliminate one tax loophole out of a trillion six hundred billion worth, for, a, a trillion four hundred billion worth. Out of a billion four hundred million, excuse me, a trillion four hundred billion dollars. It's hard to even say it it's so much. And by the way, it costs a lot of money. It costs about $740 million billion over 10 years. China is going to eat our lunch? Come on, man. They can't even figure out how to deal with the, 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 the fact that they have this great division between the China Sea and the mountains in the east, I mean, in the west. I mean, I, you know, they're not bad folks, folks. But guess what? They're not a they're, they're not, they're competition. Finally, the Bureau of Alcohol, Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms, commercial aircraft flying at subsonic speeds, supersonic speeds, be able to figuratively, if you may, if we decided to do it, traverse the world in about an hour, travel 21,000 miles an hour. So much is changing. We have got to lead it. From the time I got to the Senate 180 years ago, you know, as well as my tenure as vice president. Move it up here. You know, there used to be a basic bargain in this country. Workers shared in the wealth their work helped create. I'm prepared to say that I have a record of over 40 years and that I'm going to beat Joe Biden. My name is Joe Biden. I'm Joe Biden's husband. And I am Kamala's running mate. This is the most consequent, not because I'm running, because who I'm running against, this is the most consequential election uh, in, a, in a long, long, long time. And the character of the country, in my view, is literally on the ballot. What kind of country we're going to be? Four more years of George, uh, George, uh, he uh, is going to find ourselves in a position where if uh, Trump gets elected, uh, we're going to be uh, we're going to be in a different world. I got a lot of I got hairy legs that turn that 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 turn. Uh, uh, um, blonde in the sun and the kids used to come up and reach in the pool and rub my leg down so it was straight and then watch the hair 
come, come back up again. They look at it. So I learned about roaches. I learned about kids jumping on my lap. And I've loved kids jumping on my lap. You know, uh, Kellyanne Conway came out and was very, very blunt about it today. I think I have a quote here. She said, the more chaos and anarchy and vandalism, the more violence equals a better, better the choice for a very good, excuse me, better for a very clear choice. You got more questions, but I tell you, if you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump, and you ain't black. Also given to the gun manufacturers, absolute immunity. Imagine if I stood here and said, we give immunity to drug companies. We give immunity to tobacco companies. That has caused carnage on our streets. 150 million people have been killed since 2007 when Bernie voted to exempt the gun manufacturers from liability. You're a damn liar, man. That's not true. And no one has ever said that. No one has heard that. No. You see it on the TV. No, I know you do. And by the way, that's why you're, I'm not sedentary. I don't like it up and... tour of a vaccination center in Arizona not long ago. I promise you, uh, if I'm elected president, you're going to see the single most important thing that changes America is we're going to cure cancer. Good news is, for me, I'm here. The bad news for you is I'm coming back. I'm coming back. And I want to see these beautiful young ladies. I want to see them dancing when they're four years older, too. We fail to act. There will be a wave of evictions and foreclosures in the coming months on, as this pandemic rages on. Because there's nothing we can do to change the trajectory of the pandemic in the next several months. Above all, our plan is to restore public trust. We will make sure that science and public ex- scientists and public health experts will speak directly to you. That's why you're going to be hearing a lot more from Dr. Fauci again. Ooh. Not from the president but from the real, genuine experts and sciences. Well, Support. Yeah. are you a freshman at the university? No, no. <laughs> you look like no. a freshman. <laughs> we expect these additional 200 million doses to be delivered this summer. And some of it will come as early, begin to come in early summer, but by the, mid, by the mid-summer that this vaccine will be there. What? And the order, and, and, and that increases the total vaccine order in the United States by 50%, from 400 million order to 600 million. This is enough vaccine to fully vaccinate 300 Americans. 300? By end of the summer, the beginning of the, of the fall. How many? But we want to make, look, that's, I want to repeat. It'll be enough to fully vaccinate 300 Americans. I hope everybody's realized by now, these masks make a difference. 
We are on the cusp of being able to fundamentally change the nature of this disease because of the way in which we we're able to get vaccines in people's arms. We've been able to move that all the way up to the end of May to have enough for every American to get every adult American to get a shot. And the last thing, the last thing we need is the Neanderthal thinking that in the meantime, everything's fine. Take off your mask. Forget it. And you know you enjoy being home with the baby more. I don't want to hear that. No, no. Everybody knows I like kids better than people. First of all, kids don't get the vaccine, get COVID very often. It's un unusual for that to happen. They don't. They, and the evidence so far is children aren't the people most likely to get COVID, number one. Number two, the, we haven't even done tests yet on children as to whether or not the certain vaccines would work or not work or what is needed. A little gropey Joe Gaff stew for your lunch today. That is going to wrap up this edition of the Truth Hurts program. We've got lots and lots more to talk about because the stories never seem to quit. Go out there and make it a great day, everybody. We'll see you on the next program. I'm going to say something outrageous. I have never been particularly poor at calculating how to get things done in the United States Senate. So the best way to get something done, if you, if it holds near and dear to you that you uh, um, like to be able to, anyway, I'm, we're going to get a lot done. We'll have to go beyond what I'm talking about. Okay, um, hang on. Uh, that's all, folks. Thank you for listening to the Truth Hurts program. Opinions expressed are protected free speech under the First Amendment to the U.S. Constitution. We apologize if you were offended, but we retract nothing. Background music by Jason Shaw and Audionautics. Copyright 2021, the Truth Hurts program network. All rights reserved.